0: Pray the Word with David Platt is a resource from Radical.net. Exodus chapter 27, verse 1. You shall make the altar of acacia wood five cubits long and five cubits broad. The altar shall be square and its height shall be three cubits. Now, what's interesting about this verse, along with all these verses in Exodus chapter 27, is they involve specific instructions for the construction of the tabernacle where God would meet with his people. So what we see, I mean, down to, this should be five cubits long, five cubits broad. The altar should be square. Height shall be three cubits. And so we see this in all these different specific ways. And I'm guessing as we hear verses like this, we read through chapters like this in the Bible, we're tempted to think, okay, what does this have to do with my life? Because obviously... We know based on the new covenant that we're not supposed to, we don't need to build a tabernacle like this. So what does this have to do with us? What, is, what does this have to teach us? And this is where I want to encourage us. This has so much to teach us. This is God prescribing down to the detail. How many cubits, what type of wood should be used in construction in this way? Because God is serious about how he is to be worshiped, about how he is to be approached. Now, it's not in by any means the exact same when we get into the New Testament, but just think about personal communion with God. Think about worship gatherings with the church and realize we don't have the freedom to just worship God however we want on our own terms in a sense. No, God takes seriously how we worship him and he tells us how we should worship him. So we don't don't do some of the things we do in our church gatherings just because we decided it was a good idea. Like the proclamation of the word, the preaching of God's word is intended to be central in the gathering of his church because he has said so. This is what the church, early church devoted themselves to, the apostles teaching. This is what we have commands to do, preach the word. This is what elders, pastors, overseers are required to be able to do, to be able to teach. So it's not just like a cultural custom that somebody stands up, a pastor stands up and preaches God's word. This is prescribed by God. Singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to one another is something the Bible tells us to do. That's part of why we sing. We have a virtual hymn book in the Bible, in the book of Psalms. We pray. God calls us to humble ourselves to pray. We see pictures of that all over Scripture, and so prayer must be a vital part of our worship gatherings as a church. Even specific things like communion, the Lord's Supper that we celebrate, that Jesus instituted for us to do in worship is a central part of our worship. Baptism, as people identify with Christ publicly through profession of their faith in Him and this demonstration, illustration of the gospel. like You just think through these things in our worship and realize. So when you gather with your church on this next Sunday, for example, realize that you and everybody else who's in that gathering, we do not have the freedom to just worship God flippantly, casually, however we determine. Like we are here to do what God has called us to do in worship, knowing that just like with all of his other rules, laws, commands, that this brings life. And then similarly, when you pray in your time with the Lord, I hope on a continual basis every day, you spend concentrated time with him, that your time in prayer is what God has called you to when it comes to confession of sin, when it comes to worship and adoration, when it comes to thanksgiving, when it comes to petition and intercession. God has prescribed what these times should look like. So God help us to worship you according to your word. God help us not to be creative where you have not called us to be creative. Help us to be faithful, to do what you have called us to do and our churches help us to worship you not in a way that pleases us but in a way that pleases you knowing that it's in pleasing you we will find our ultimate pleasure but God we want to worship you according to your rules your laws your commands your word so help us to do that we pray keep us from independence and innovation and creativity when you have called us to be faithful in worship in specific ways in your word. And then God, similarly in our time with you alone, God, we pray that you'd help us to to pray as you've taught us to pray. Matthew 6, Luke chapter 11. And then in the ways we see in scripture, when it comes to intercession and petition and thanksgiving and adoration and praise and confession, God, help us to pray in all of these ways. Lord, help us not to treat personal worship, gathering together with your church for worship casually on our own terms. Help us to do these things on your terms and in the process to experience you as you have designed us to experience you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.